Yeah. Hmm. Come on, boys. You ready? <laughs> Come on, boys. You ready? Huh? Huh? Hmm. I pull up on the block. You ain't from these ends. Who's man preying? Knife crime, knife crime. <laughs> Boys, we're back with another rendition of the Wine Boys podcast. Need, you need to have that grime energy. And if you oh don't, you are not with us tonight. You are not with us tonight. We're about two days away from going into a food-induced coma. So yes. you need to stick with us. We're talking Nike track suits. We're talking, we're talking comfortable, ski yeah, comfortable pants to yes. do crimes in. Yes. High top sneakers. Yes. Design, low top Nikes. Low top Nikes. Designer sweatsuits. Yes. Yeah. I would say fluorescent mm-hmm. ski masks. Of course. I mean, just everything to do petty crimes. Ski masks, around, North Face jackets. Yeah, just anything to do petty crimes around London. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's great. Yes. It's the kind of energy hiking, we're having. Hiking gear for urban for urban crime. Yeah. Basically, like we want to post up outside of a brick building yeah. with a lot with a lot of our boys. Yeah. Like, and when I mean a lot, I mean like thirty six of our closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> And we're all just sitting there posing, looking at each other. And everyone's uh-huh. just like, is anybody going to make a move? And it's like, no, they're all mm-hmm. boys. Yeah. You know, we just call it a gesture off. Like, we're, your, <laughs> we're your newest sportswear. Yeah, we're just, we essentially look like a B team of the NFL. Yes. Like, they kind of look at us and they're like, you know what? You couldn't play on Sundays, but if if the... if." Europe, if Euro FL was NFL was still a thing, they would be on that team. Oh, of course, for sure. Remember the what was it NFL Europe? Yes, that was a thing back in the day. That it was, was essentially the thing, X, yeah. it was the XFL before the XFL. Yes, but uh, it's what the scrubs went. It's the minor leagues of football. Yeah, it's all right. That's all right. Good. Hey, you got a European vacation out of it, right? Exactly. So, boys, welcome in. Wine boys podcast renditioning right before Thanksgiving. Boys giving. Boys giving. As we'll give you, the boys, some t-shirts. Uh, teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the wine boys. It's getting a little chilly. Snow in the forecast for you northeast boys. Get yourself a sweatshirt. Long sleeve t-shirts in long the store now. Long sleeve t-shirts are in the store now, which means that you can have a shirt with long sleeves. Yeah. And then it's very similar to the short sleeve t-shirt. Just the sleeve part's a little different. It's longer. Yeah. Speed's running out, so I'm gonna say that I'm at the Zach Edward on Instagram and Twitter, and then we are at the Wine Boys Pod, Wine Boys Pod, Instagram, Twitter. Find us, be there. Boys, you can find me at Lord Gerald on the Instagrams and the Twitters. I love you. Um, day, night before Thanksgiving. Just remember, boys, be safe. Get really drunk at home alone. Listen to Nights in White Satin by Moody Blues while drunk alone. Try not to cry. I dare you. Hi, I'm Gerald. And I'm Zach. And we are the Wine Boys. Hey, boys. Third down, and here's Ingram. Out the run. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's my other job. Uh, Boys, welcome in. Wine Boys Podcast. Um, I was a sports broadcaster in my previous life. I actually used to broadcast uh, hockey and basketball, which is two very different yet similar sports. 
Yeah. Yeah, but like it's so different because they both have end-to-end action, but hockey has these like odd breaks because the rules are just they're weird. Hockey rules are just really weird. Like every player has to be behind the puck before it can cross into the offensive zone. It it's kind of like soccer. Like you can't <clears throat> kick a ball ahead to somebody that's behind defenders because it's 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 seen as a competitive advantage. Hmm. But like basketball, you can just bring up the oh, ball yeah. with all the guys. Yeah. And then it just it's just fine. I mean, even when once the ball goes into play, everybody's all over the fucking court. Yeah. And if anything, you have to advance the ball past a certain point or else it's a backcourt violation. I used to hate the guys that I was always playing. everybody has to be up there. When I used to play organized mm-hmm. basketball, it was the guy that was always cherry picking down on the other side of the court who he was always the biggest shit talker because he was a cheater. He would, oh, yeah. he would run out ahead of the defense, and he'd just be like, you know, he'd be like, outlet, outlet. And I'd be like, dude, you're already in the fucking backcourt. You don't have to scream outlet. Like, yeah. And then, of course, he's going to get the layup. Then he comes back just talking ridiculous shit, uh-huh. and he got a DWI a couple years ago. So I feel- Good for him. So go fuck him. He can good, fuck himself. Good for him. Yep. Good for him. He deserved that DWI for all the shit he talked in high school. Yeah. Good for him. You ever see that? <clears throat> you ever looked at your timeline, and you just mm-hmm. see a guy that you, like, used to be big dick in high school? Yeah. Like Letterman jacket, yeah, and then he gets a DWI, and you go, should have been such a prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you oh, go. You do pills now. Yeah. Well. So boys, <laughs> uh, I take pills to relax. You take pills to cope. Mm, There's a difference. You got her pregnant, not on purpose. Not on purpose, but good for you, boys. Tonight, speaking of DWIs, we have a wine to drink. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am not under the influence. I'm over the influence. <laughs> I live above the influence. God. Wine Boys podcast. What a ballsy move. If a police officer comes up to you and he's just like, you're being arrested for driving under the influence. It's like, officer, I'm over the influence. <laughs> put on your sunglasses. Put on the, deal put, with it. Put on your sunglasses. Deal with it. Still going to jail. Yep. Because it's one in the morning. Because it's one. Why are the, you wearing sunglasses? Imagine. Oh, you're definitely the guy that gets picked on in the jailhouse. If you're yeah. wearing sunglasses, they'll yeah. be like, "What are you in for?" And you just be like, <laughs> "Dealing with it, <laughs> being over the influence." Yo, the man can't keep me down. I'm over the influence. And then you get yeah, the nobody. shit. Then you get the shit kicked out of you from a guy with a heroin needle in his leg. Yeah. <laughs> I wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah, that's more. It's more of a jailhouse brawl version. Yeah. Of so sunglasses. I can't, well, you're getting the shit beat out of you. Yeah. And then, like, the, the camera's zooming out as you're getting the shit beat and out of you, and that song just, is playing. You just hear, I wear my sunglasses. I'm visualizing that shot because it has that <laughs> visceral Quentin Tarantino type yep. of angle. So I'm just imagining like final scenes of Reservoir Dogs yep. and we're hard panning. <laughs> Mr. Pink. <laughs> we're hard panning and it's just and you were getting the, I mean, the, you're getting uh-huh. murdered. That's you're basically, getting the shit beat yeah, out no, of you. Mur- like, murder is happening as, this, yeah. as the, the screen is pulling just, back. Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. No, the, but you can't hear it because it's uh-huh. just the smooth sounds of sunglasses. Movie script idea, writing this one down. This so one. Some, somehow it involves that song playing and you're getting the shit beat out of you in a holding cell. That's, I mean, it's a good concept. <clears throat> I think it's a great concept. For a short for a short film? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. We, we can just call it Driving Over the Influence. Mm-hmm. So we'd just be what? D- or just Over the Influence. Over the Influence. Nice. Yep, so just nice movie right starts, 
You got the title. Just flash over the influence. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. Over the influence. All right. Over the influence. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of under the influence, let's talk about this wine. Let's talk about this wine. So uh, tonight we have a 2016 Saha Syrah. Or Shiraz. Shiraz, whatever you want to call it. It's from Mendoza, Argentina. Uh, and this is called Ocaso. And the bottle reads, in ancient mythology, the goddess Ocaso, protector of the fruits of nature, would sing to the sun as it sets behind the mountains in an offering of thanks for help transforming her breast milk into the most exquisite of all. It was actually her nectar, but... Honestly, you read that with such... Like such directness that I thought that that's a plausible <laughs> yeah. thing to write on the back of a bottle of wine is her breast milk. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> let's see. In the back of the bottle reads, uh, in Spanish, Ocaso means horse penis. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Ocaso means sunset. This magical I, I would I would have believed horse penis. <laughs> you, honestly, do me a favor. Next time we do one of these bottle reads, go with it. Uh-huh. I, and I, I won't interrupt you. Okay. And then I just want to know if it's real. We'll do like a game. Okay. It'll be like real or fake. Okay. Okay. We'll do that. All right. In Spanish, Ocaso means sunset. This magical union between the sun and earth gives birth each year to a unique vintage of fruits. Thanks to this union, our grapes reach their ideal maturity and attain an intense color Achieving this exquisite orgasm, the goddess Ocaso celebrates this union, elevating a song to the sun in supplication to repeat its cycle each spring and bring her new life to our vineyards. In the country of Tupungato, 1,100 meters above sea level. Composition, 100% Syrah. Okay. That's it. All right. All right. It was good. Feels like we're reading a Steinbeck novel. Like every time you go through one of those, there's there's always one word. Like it'll be the name of something, and I'm like, huh? What's this? Judging by the backstory, I don't think this is going to be very good. Probably not. It's always the wordy ones. It's the ones that shut the fuck up and let you drink them. Always good. They're just like it's this grape. (laughs) Drink it. (laughs) I honestly. When we create the Wine Boys uh, podcast wine, which is going to happen, mm-hmm. um, I literally just wanted to say, "This is wine, bitch!" And like that's, <laughs> and th- this and is wine, comma, bitch. That's it. It's like the old social network thing. I'm CEO, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it! I didn't take a picture of the bottle. We'll do it now. I'll do it take, now. Take let, that, me, let me pause. Let me pause. pause I'll take a picture of the bottle. Hey sluts, we're back. Hey. All right, let's bust this whore open now that we've been properly mm-hmm. taking a moment for the gram. Please don't call her that. She is a nice lady. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm She's sorry. giving us the fruits of her labor. Yes. Which is uh, legitimately fruit. My, my, my corky boy is slipping. Oh, no. Trying to bust it. I'm not going to break it. You get a wet cork? Break it. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. This isn't another brown wine incident. No, we don't. No brown wines. Not today. Not today, Satan. Not today. Not today, Satan. I All said right. I do declare. All right, here we go. Yeah. Ooh. Got him. So you can tell by the suction. Yep. That I don't think this is going to be brown. Okay. A little turpentine-ish, but mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah. 
Let's go. They use a, uh, this is not actual cork, this is plastic. Yep. Surrounds okay. are very light, so uh, I'm expecting yeah, this to be yeah. kind of florally. Of course. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Hold you on. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 No. 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 Wait. Wait. Okay. All right. All right. We got one. We got two. Okay. All right. Hey. Two glasses of wine, two boys. Cheers. Clinkers. Okay. Clinkity, clinkity, clack. All right, boys. Smells. This is bright. Fruity, bright. Uh, I'm getting hints of cranberry, plum, Mm -hmm. little chocolate. I was going to say, I'm getting some type of like oaky aroma. Actually, this is more like like vanilla. Okay. You get like a vanilla bean. Okay. Okay. I think I'm ready to put my penis in it. Uh, you know what? I mean, I'm gonna I mean, put drink it. it. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna yeah. try it first, and then if I deem it to be uh, acceptable, if I deem it to be dick worthy, I will. Okay, you'll give it a good hot mm. Christian dicking. Yes, okay. I'll, I'll give it the old Bible verse. All right. Bing. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> a little stringent. Yep. Uh, mm. This needs uh, this needs aerating. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm. Yep. It does hit you right in the back of the jaw. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that back is. of the mouth, pussy. Yeah. Okay. Hit you right in those. All right. Slam that back. We gotta aerate this. All right. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Here's to over the influence. Yep. Lahayam. Okay. I didn't like it. Slancha. Okay. Silencio. Ungawa. Ungawa. Oh, God. All right. Let's. uh, Did we just drive through a sandstorm? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Is everything. Hey, where? Yeah, the back of my throat's pretty ashy right now. We forgot Bill. We love Bill. All we right. love Bill. Okay. This is Ocaso Syrah from Mendoza, Argentina. Mm-hmm. It is 100% Shiraz or Shiraz. You're going to get taste characteristics. Bold, tannic. You're goddamn right. Dry and soft. Uh, holy tannins with this one. There is a lot going on in the back end. Yeah. Um, it stays with you for a while. It's like a, It's like a girlfriend who just doesn't get the hint. Like she just won't go away. It's just like I'll fucking kill myself. It's like do it, and yeah. she just shows up, and it's just like I thought you were gonna fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> Too by pussy way, to kill yourself. By the way, young boys out there, if you're in college, mm-hmm. you're probably doing it virtually. But if you're, you know, you're trying to see a girl during this winter time, I'd say it's COVID season, so probably think twice. Okay. But if she says within the first two weeks of meeting her, she's gonna kill herself. She ain't gonna do it. I mean, nah, well, that and why don't you uh, do as Cameron once said and let the birds fly? Let the birds fly. Don't don't play with her fuckery. Yeah, she, like just let. She needs professional help, and you're not the one to give it. Yeah, to her. and I yeah you you don't have the words PhD in the back end. No, you might later no. on, but at this point in time in your life, you don't. If she says I didn't kill myself, then that's when you. Uh. Call call the authorities mm-hmm. and let them handle it. So we're gonna get notes of coffee, oak, and vanilla. 
yep. blackberry, and cherry, which... Okay. Um, I said cranberry. I said vanilla, so okay. And, and oak. What do you know? What do you know? Yeah. This yeah. this palette, mm-hmm. pretty good. Okay. I consider myself kind of a wine guy. Oh. Kind of a wine boy, if you will. Bit of a wine guy. Bit of a wine this guy. This is a lot less offensive once it's been aerated. You know what I liked? We had a uh, we had a friendsgiving <clears throat> at your uh, your house over the weekend, which I which yes. I enjoyed very much. Your turkey was moist and delicious. Moist. It was uh, it was that dry brining. It said two days of dry brining. Yes, I dry brined the turkey for two days. It just it just hit differently. It yeah. was good. How them drippings? They were gr- everything was good. Everything okay. was good. Yeah, everybody yeah. made. We brought uh, some sort of. Y'all brought candy yams. Candy. Oh, there was that. Essentially, they, mm-hmm. they were soaking in caramel. Yes, and it was good. Your your girlfriend mm-hmm. embodied the spirit. Of a 300-pound, type 2 diabetic, <laughs> 63-year-old black woman when she made those. Okay, good. Because that's exactly what I was going for. Because when I, when I took a spoonful of it, I was like, oh, my fucking God, this is, this is caramel. Yeah, rub this on my chest. Yeah. Like, this is... When, uh, when I put it away, we, I brought it home and I put it inside of a Tupperware container. Uh-huh. It's just congealed on the top. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I said, now that's down home. That's just down home yeah, cooking right there. microwave that bitch up. We ready to go. Yeah, it turns into its own gravy. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like the day after Thanksgiving, uh, mm-hmm. Boysgiving, when we when I make my sandwiches, the uh-huh. turkey's always got that little grizzle on the top. Mm-hmm. And you just <laughs> scoop it right on the sandwich, microwave it. It's just, it's just new gravy, baby. I uh, I actually made myself after our friends giving. Mm-hmm. Well, the next day we had leftovers for supper, mm-hmm. and uh, I made myself an open face Thanksgiving sandwich. That's so good. Where I took two pieces of bread, brioche, of course, the Sarah Lee variety, because the boys is fancy out in these streets. This is a Thanksgiving style hot brown. Now that I think about I was, it, I was actually just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, it was two. Sli- it was a hot brown with an unlimited budget. I. <laughs> I took two <laughs> slices of Sara Lee bread, the, the brioche type, mm-hmm. not not Wonder Bread, because I'm not poor. Then uh, mashed potatoes on top of that, mm-hmm. layer of gravy, leftover turkey on top of that, another layer of gravy. Yikes! Microwaved it all up and ate it like the fat whore I am. <laughs> While watching Oprah Winfrey, yeah, watching uh, weight loss stories on TLC. <laughs> I was as I was as I was watching my six hundred pound life. <laughs> Talk about now that is the circle of life. Yes, if I've, if I've ever seen one, mm-hmm. you're just eating an open faced turkey sandwich, <laughs> dripping it on your chest, and you're looking at this girl. It's just like fat bitch. You're just yeah, eating. <laughs> just eat. Mm. Fuck for gravy. <laughs> oh, I gotta get the drip and you just suck your shirt because you just <laughs> spilled gravy on yourself. It's still good as long as it does dry. <laughs> you just just suckling your, your shirt. I gotta, I gotta suck it out before I can put the shout on it. Get the stain out. <laughs> I gotta keep mm. this Tide Magic Eraser inside of my <laughs> jean pocket. Yeah. Oh mm. God! Anybody want some more turkey? <laughs> <laughs> you want one of these? The makings are in the fridge. <laughs> I had uh, I had an uncle who was uh, he's always the turkey guy. Uh huh. Confined to the couch. Yeah. Well, after he was done, but he was uh, he was a toothpick guy. Mm-hmm. He was the kind of he would have toothpicks like in his pocket. Oh, so that they, that legend. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he would just be like, "Need a toothpick?" And I'd be like, "Uh huh." 
And that was like back in the day. So that was like mid nineties. That's when I was. He re- wore white leather New Balances, didn't he? Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you nailed this guy. Leather jacket. Oh yeah. Light blue denim jeans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know exactly. In a very baggy fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Backwards. He used to wear. The, remember the old like leather hats? Yep. Yeah. Backwards. Oakland Raiders hat. <laughs> yep. Um, leather. Yep. Leather. He's just a cool guy. Um, and you always have the toothpicks because you know he knew he was gonna have a big meal. But oh, he yeah. Was, it's the it's the old guy that like really really like gets the food out of his teeth uh-huh, and like it's, he's oh, working his and mouth. he's working it and you can just you can hear it going on like you're watching football uh-huh. I was like I was probably six but like I I just remember the noises mm-hmm. the noises will live with me for the rest of oh, my yeah. life it's the sucking and it's just and a, the it's, it's it sounds like a chipmunk <laughs> like they've just got a nut and it's just. It's, but it's like every single whistle and little chip, like every, li- it's like he's re-eating yeah. all the food that gets stuck this is in the him. after dinner appetizer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I mean, he, you could hear, like, you could hear the wood just, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, he's literally doing dental work. Called the ADA, the yeah. after dinner after appetizer. That's he, what we call that. The ADA, yeah. Yeah. Um. Hey, but man, like I just I could never be that. I mean, I could probably be that uncle one day, but just mm-hmm. just the dental work that was going on post meal. Oh, the man was a legend. No, it's just I mean, he he got it. There's some yeah, people that understood. just get it. See, now what I what I was never able to do was like it sounds like your uncle is better with a uh, with a toothpick than I am with standard floss. Yeah, probably, yeah. Like like cuz you you go to the dentist and they're all like, you don't floss, do you? You're like, I actually do. And they're like, well, you ain't good at it. So, <laughs> and, I, and I feel like that's everybody when they go to the dentist. Like, There's nothing more, I think, detrimental to someone's well-being than being told like something that they do and they do it poorly. Yeah. It's like uh, – yeah. When have you ever been told that you floss well when you go to the dentist? One time, and I didn't. Even, I don't even floss. I'm really? not a flosser. My, I have these like. I, my issue is like my gums get swollen. So if mm-hmm. I ever get down too far, I bleed. I'm a bleeder, mm-hmm. and it's not because I have like bad gums. It's just my my teeth is very sensitive, and the mm-hmm. lining of my gums are very sensitive. So okay, I don't really have to floss, and I never really get in trouble except once. I was I just got done eating. Mm-hmm. And I, I was stupid. I had a dentist appointment like two hours later, and I was like, I shouldn't eat. I just and they looked at me. They're like, you actively have food in your mouth right now, and I'm just like, oh, sorry. Like, I just ate. I just ate. And they're like, you shouldn't do that before you come to the dentist. I was like, bitch, don't tell me to live my life. Yeah. I uh, no. I every time I go to the dentist and they like start cleaning away, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so does it look like I floss? And then she was like, nah, not really. And I'm like, bitch, I floss every fucking night. Is it the dental hygienist or the dentist? Yeah, it's dentist? the hygienist. See, they're, they're they are Nazi dentists yes. in their, their rarest form. They walk in and they have their little tooth scraper and they walk in and mm-hmm. they go, oh, did you floss today? Huh? And mm-hmm. you're just like, I did. And you're just like, well, I do not see no, look at this plaque and tartar build up. This you is see disgusting. This? And they'll show it to you. Like, you see this? This is in your mouth, you whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you know what I think it is, though? I think it's because the... Uh, the hygienists, they're not—they're not dentists, but they're doing the work though. They're the ones that are in there cleaning your mouth. Yeah, and, the dentists are just there to look good. Yeah, the dentist is like Usually. Russell Simmons at the end of Deaf Comedy <laughs> Jam. That he just comes in, looks real quick. All right, thank you. Good night. Like, just like 
Wait, yeah. you gonna operate? She's like, Nah, man. I, nah. Everybody did all the work. I'm just yeah, here to collect. Good. I'm just here to collect the insurance money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go over your X-rays. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's <laughs> it. Like, but your average dentist trip, the dentist just kind of pokes his head in after your cleaning or whatever. Like, he just looks. You guys done? All right, all right, cool. And then just leaves. Like, all right, looks good. That's it. All right. <clears throat> Let's get her out. Makes a big close. Bucks. Close the close the hood. Let's get her out of here. Yep. <laughs> All right, search. Want to verify that your oil is full and ready to go? He's the he's the Valvoline guy that takes <laughs> your credit card at the end. <laughs> Just like, hey, where's Larry? It's like Jim's the credit card guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's the money man. Mm. Um, there was speaking of money man. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about uh, one David Chappelle. Yeah. And. I res- I always respect somebody that once they find out truly how much money mm-hmm. they could be making off of themselves mm-hmm. after many, many years of reflection and yeah. and, and kind yeah. of like fuckery, if you want to get, get on give it that way, yeah. where they didn't – like Dave Chappelle has never really given a fuck. No, but to a certain extent, like he's a good businessman, obviously. Oh yeah, but the his this he put out this inst he put out legitimately put out a comedy special on Instagram. Yeah, eighteen minutes long. That's all you yeah. need. Even though I believe mm. he's still under contract with Netflix, he is technically now within reason. Like he's allowed to do whatever he wants. It's his personal property. Nobody right, owns right. his Instagram. But that and he. Built his own stage on his own property. Yeah, yeah, he did. He hired people to run the cameras. He hired his own security. Yeah. He hi- he did the whole shit himself. Yeah, which basically <clears throat> then always this era that we're in, this podcast era, as as we sit here and do a podcast. Yeah, we have no backing. I mean, we're literally no, doing it in a basement next to a water boiler. Oh, we're bootstrapping this. We are entire bootstrapping thing. this yeah. because we can. It's it's that easy for anybody that says they can't do this. Mm-hmm. They're just they, you're lying to yourself because it's, you haven't tried. You haven't tried. That's it. We are trying just hard enough at this point. Oh yeah. Just wait till we try. Oh, <laughs> oh, you'll see. Oh, you see how hard I yeah. try, baby. Shit. Wait when you pull up to the Mercedes at the high school mm-hmm. and you're just like, "See me now, Mrs. Jenkins." Like, <laughs> how's your husband? Oh, he's still dead. Like. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I think about like pulling up to a high school in a Mercedes as like a thirty year old, I just automatically go to like creep mode. Yeah. Like you. Well, may not thirty. I'm thinking like high school, like twentieth high school reunion. Mm-hmm. Like okay, imagine this. We'll get back to the whole Dave Chappelle point, but okay. you and I go to our twenty fifth year mm-hmm. high school reunion. Okay, so now we're at both what like the, the tender age of, let's see, forty three, mm-hmm. roughly. So we're in our early 40s, mm-hmm. okay? You and I have taken this and created it because we have created this thing, this empire. Yeah, yeah. We've created this, and people know who we are before we even get there. And we both pull up in very nice cars. And we walk in, and everyone's just like, holy shit, there's Gerald and Zach. And, What's up? And, and we just walk in the room and don't talk to anybody. <laughs> And we just kind of look around at everyone, just like, so, and I'll be like, bitch. They just start swatting people away. Like, get out of here. Like, I did this myself. Like, you don't have to tell me your next idea you have. Like, uh-huh. that's the kind of stuff that I look this forward This is what you want to do. This is something I look forward to. Be to be honest, I could stay home. Oh, I don't no. want to go to my high school reunion. No, I, I, I don't even want to, but <clears> I'm <throat> just envisioning, like, the thing that motivates me okay. is to get the phone call from the guy in high school 
who was like, "Hey man, I got this idea," and you mm-hmm. just hang up on him. Like that's, and I and then, and I get I, get, I didn't like you in 07. Yeah, like, it's just like why the fuck do you think twenty years later I'm gonna like you all of a sudden? Yeah. Oh, you got a kid and a mortgage. So do I, bitch. Like yeah. I just happen to have <laughs> Mine's done, bigger. Mine's so. bigger because I happen to have done better than you. You want to know why? Because I fucking tried. <laughs> you gave up after high school. That's not my fault. Did, look, look. Yeah, we, nice class ring, you fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a huge problem with class rings. Yeah. I judge mightily the person that pointed out their class ring to me. I still see guys out and about in our mm-hmm. town that are sporting the class ring who's just like, yeah, man. Hot, whatever high school 1992 wait, wait, I was the football captain you, you've seen guys still wearing high school class rings mm-hmm. high school class high rings. school class rings that's their that's a part that's what they do they wake up in the morning they uh-huh. put on their stu- suits they put on their shoes they put on their class ring okay nothing says i peaked at the age of 17 like a high school class mm-hmm. ring and i already know what that guy's doing okay i He's, spent more time creating a persona than a personality mm-hmm. like as soon as he got out of the four walls of that high school, he started walking around, looking around, being like, fuck, there's a lot of other stuff going on around here. Yeah. People are asking me about, like, religion, politics, yeah. business classes, ethics. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? You're saying stuff that I never figured out because I was too busy getting size for my class ring. Like, <laughs> like nobody, nobody cares about high school football. nobody gives a fuck after high school about high school <laughs> nobody cares about high school after unless high school. you become a teacher at a high school <laughs> then that, you care about high school because, because you're paid to care yep about high high school that's it <sighs> Anyway, speaking of not okay. so dave Chappelle doesn't care that's basically the moral of the story yeah. he's the kind of guy that walks into his he doesn't walk into a 25th mm-hmm. high school reunion because he's dave Chappelle. he is now disputing or not, not really disputing, but net, he asked Netflix to take down The Chappelle Show because it was just newly added to the Netflix lineup this month, mm-hmm. and it's gone as yeah. of today. Yeah. He asked, and they did. Now, that's big ups to Netflix. I mean, mind you, one of the richest companies in the world. Now, they don't have to do anything for anybody. Right. But now, to say- does Net- did Netflix realize that Dave Chappelle wasn't getting royalties for that? Now, I don't know that because I haven't read enough of the story right. and there's not enough layers to it. The only okay. thing that's been reported and what I've seen mm-hmm. so far is that essentially from, I've watched a couple, I haven't watched the full special so I can't quote everything that he says, but essentially what it looks like is Chappelle asked his people Mm-hmm. to do it because he wants to collect his royalties and wants to collect I guess they owe him money from for some sort of appearances or basically something to do with the show okay 15 plus years ago yeah yeah so, and, and he hasn't collected mm-hmm. and now he wants his money and he's understandable. understandable the guy is a goddamn legend I mean yeah he he everything he created was himself and a few choice writers now maybe and and I don't really fully know how this works but maybe netflix says hey we want to put Chappelle show on our platform mm-hmm. so we have to go to the lawyers of comedy central because i'm assuming comedy central owns the rights comedy to the show. central is owned by a company called viacom viacom yes. owns mtv comedy central nickelodeon nickelodeon uh vh1 you know okay. the, those networks so and they so it's so it's it's mm-hmm. basically syndication contracts. Okay. So so basically, Netflix goes to Viacom says, "Hey, 
we want to put some of your shows on our platform. Yep. What do you have? Yeah, and then they pay a sum of money uh-huh. for syndic- for what they can. It's different because I don't think you can't necessarily call it syndication because okay. syndication comes from the old network day, or the old broadcast days. Yeah, where it's you get like, a certain amount of money per si- every time correct. they play. Seinf- the show. Yeah, Seinfeld ends on NBC, mm-hmm. is then redistributed to other networks mm-hmm. and then played back. And then royalties are cut based on episodes aired. So basically, okay. so that's why Jerry Seinfeld's worth a billion dollars mm-hmm. because Seinfeld is literally on everywhere today. Yeah, but also the deal that Jerry Seinfeld signed mm-hmm. with NBC gave him rights to the show. Correct. Maybe not exclusive. But maybe he, he also didn't own the entire show. He executive but, produced the show with yeah. Larry David. Right. He right. essentially, he, well, Larry David created the show, but Jerry, I he, mean, Seinfeld. He owns a large chunk of the show, and that's why yeah. he gets so much. And Dave Chappelle is basically like, hold it, Fred. You went to Viacom to be able to get the rights to play the show on Netflix, but I'm not seeing any of that money. Which is, that's and my understanding. Netflix may not have known that Dave Chappelle didn't get anything for that. Mm hmm. So it maybe that has to do with a contract that Dave Chappelle signed with Viacom. However many years however ago. However many years ago, back in 2003 or whenever the show first aired. Mm-hmm. I believe it was 03. So it maybe that's it. I mean, it, it dates back that far, but I mean, then it becomes a statute of limitations issue. Like, how far mm-hmm. back will you go to make this go, make this go to court? Right. Now, maybe something has to happen where Dave Chappelle has to agree to buy the rights to his show. Mm-hmm. Or at least a certain percentage of the rights to his show. And then show. he can redistribute based off of that. Yeah, yeah. He can redistribute or he can, yeah. you know, that come co- to an agreement with Viacom yeah. or whatever. That like, goes back to the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Trey uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, they, from South they Park. own the show. Well, the thing is, though, is that when they re- – after the basically they got pilot deals and they got, you know, a, initial contracts with – with Comedy Central, mm-hmm. which the first – basically, they were development deals. They were just saying, you're going to develop this show, and we're going to pilot it, and we're going to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And now it's the, lo- it's the longest rain- or the longest running animated adult series next to The Simpsons. Yeah. Crazy. South Park and The Simpsons. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. It was crazy because The Simpsons actually has South Park beat by like 10 years. I know. I know. The it's Simpsons were on in like nuts. 1990. Yeah. I wasn't even born yet and The Simpsons were pumping out episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, The Simpsons, me, uh, The Simpsons and I are the same age. That's how I know. Yeah. I've yeah. lived, I've lived a different kind of life. Yeah. Bart Simpson's still eight years old. I mean, it's yeah. just, it, I don't yeah, know. we're 30. Yeah, we're 30. Fucking Stan Marsh <laughs> is still eight. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, the whole thing with that is that they were, when they renegotiated their contracts, because South Park obviously got huge, mm-hmm. they were the first to essentially go any type of distribution, digital, mm-hmm. redistribution on DVD, anything that you guys put our associate or name association to is ours. Right. And you give us money for that. Basically, we own the rights to the show. We own everything. So anytime you pop it on a digital platform, mm-hmm. anytime you put it on a disc Anytime you want to stream it anywhere, yeah, ask us. We'll say yes. You give us. You give right. us the money for it. But you're going to do it on our terms. Yeah, that's why they are. They, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're the fifth. I think it, I, I looked this up the other day. I you actually you might be able to look this up now. Like mm-hmm. the highest grossing comedians. I guess you want to call it comedians or com- comedy of all time. I think they're like the fifth highest grossing comedians. It's crazy how much money they have. Um, 
And it's all because of that that new deal they cut for themselves. And honestly, it might have just been a lawyer who was just like, you know, I kind of got an idea. Yeah. So, all right. So this is from 2019. From Forbes. Let's see. All right. So, oh, this is 2019 though. Yeah, so the, I think yeah. I think these well, are Kevin performing Hart. stand-ups. Yeah, we don't want highest yeah. paid comedians. Yeah, these are these are touring stand-up comics. Yeah. So, guy, I mean, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Hart and Jerry I mean. Seinfeld, of course. Yeah, those. Yeah, that that goes without saying. Um, maybe it's I don't even know if you want to call it stand-up comics, but it would probably be something along the long lines of uh, Jesus Christ about how much money Larry David makes. Yeah, yeah. Larry David's net worth is nine hundred and thirty million. You I know felt- what? If I had nine hundred and thirty million dollars, I would be angry because I'm like that close to a billion. I know that's how I'd I would be feel. Bitter, and people would look at me like, "What the fuck is your problem? Like you have more money than maybe God. that's what Larry David's <clears throat> issue is, and that's mm-hmm. why he's still so cynical, he's such like I, a curmudgeon. Yeah, <laughs> he's just sit, sitting there eating Pinkberry. He's just uh-huh. like you know, seventy million away, Jerry. <laughs> seventy, seventy, seventy million away. Hey, listen, you know, Jerry. Why can't we just why can't we pump out like three or four more episodes? That's it. That's, That's all I it. mean. I just need I just need a ten yeah. episode deal. We're there. Crazy. Drew Carey, really? Yeah, oh. Drew Carey's worth a lot of money. Yeah. Oh. Adam uh, yeah, that makes sense. Adam Sandler. Leno made a shitload of money. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. You're yeah. so gen- who? Bill Cosby. Okay. Bill Cosby made a lot of money. Bill Cosby made a lot of David Letterman, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Larry. Larry. Damn, I, David. I know. I did not. I didn't think didn't, he had more than Jerry Seinfeld. Everything, really? everything Seinfeld is attached to is Larry David. Yeah, but everything, yeah. everything. You have to remember too. He also has Curb on top of that. He does. Jerry's he does. not. The only thing Jerry's producing is what comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, that's on Crackle. And that's on Crackle. Well, no, it's on Netflix now. Oh uh, yeah, he's gonna get that Netflix money. Who get the bag? I love. Uh, I get the. I get the. I get the bag. There was. Uh, what episode was it? Oh, he did the one with, when he did the one with Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the one with Chris Rock? I think I did. Yeah. And, it, and he was so. I didn't like. I just imagine Chris Rock is a, a funny guy all the time, but it's just. It's always the same person. Like anytime Chris the Rock, camera yeah. turns on, he's just like, "Let me tell you something, Jerry." <laughs> it's, it makes me laugh. Yep. It's just the persona that is Chris Rock. Yeah. I, he he can he didn't he didn't even need to speak a word, and I was mm-hmm. in. I was like, "Okay." Oh, uh, Chris Rock's here. By the way, top five might be the last great R-rated comedy. We, we a, talked about this a couple episodes. It's actually ago. A pretty. It is a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. It really is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's the scene where. Chris Rock is having a threesome with the two women, mm-hmm. and then Cedric the Entertainer comes in and takes over. Yeah, and <laughs> that is f- comedy gold. Mm-hmm. It's a very good movie. Yeah. I and it, it I, be- I behoove just I Chris be- Rock. I behoove the boys to check out Top Five. Top Five is a hilarious movie. Mm-hmm. Just what is the, I, I, let me just kind of look. I want to get the concept of the film for mm-hmm. uh, for the boys. Okay, so came out in 2014 mm-hmm. already. Um, top five. Yep. Uh, though he began as a stand-up comic, Andre Allen, Chris Rock, go figure, mm-hmm. hit the big time as the star of a trilogy of action comedies about about a talking bear. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Andre is forced to spend the day with Chelsea Rosario Dawson, a profile writer from the New York Times, who's film who is a film critic, and has panned Andre's passion project about a Haitian re- about a Haitian revolution. Unexpectedly, Andre opens up to Chelsea. And as they wind 
their way, wind their way across New York, Andre tries to get back in touch with his comedic roots. Yep. Yeah. Interesting concept. Um, I forgot JB Smooth is in this movie, too. Yep. Felt like kind of an extension of Curb Your Enthusiasm a little bit. It kind of did. There's a couple of guys. I was like, oh, he's in Curb. But, um, yeah. Uh, Leslie Jones is in it. Yep. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer's I, in it's, it. It's a who's who of, like, really good comics. Like, yes. it's just a great, it's a good movie. Yeah. Also, Deep Cut, DMX is in it. Where? Where? Why? You gotta rewatch it. Okay. I haven't watched it in a couple years. Yeah. You gotta rewatch it. Top five is a hilarious movie. Yeah, there's a couple of movies that when you kind of stumble across them, you're like, wow, I can't believe that. I did watch Half Bait the other day, speaking of Dave uh-huh. Chappelle, because we're kind of like, we're kind of circling back to the fact that like, it always kind of comes back to like this independent distribution era that we're in. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, in 2020, with, with everything at your disposal, like you, the only person that stops yourself is yourself at this right, point in time. Right, like, And- but what's happening now is you're seeing a lot of these uh, guys that are older now and rich and wiser realizing, holy shit, these suits are making all of this money yeah. off of shit that I made. And I could have just negotiated better. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Even then, though, recently you've heard Dave Chappelle say shit about how Chappelle's show was up on Netflix and he wasn't seeing a dime from it. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know it was on there. Uh, on the Joe Rogan pod, I know there's other podcasts. Uh, <laughs> the Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Dave Chappelle, Donald Rollins, and uh, I believe Joe Rogan mentioned Chappelle's show being up on uh, Netflix, and Dave was like, "Really? That's up there? Mm-hmm. Remember that part? Yeah." And then Dave Chappelle does his monologue on SNL, his latest one, and uh, he basically said, "Like, yeah." Um, I'm not seeing shit from that. So, yeah, so you it, could tell hmm. that it was kind of bothering Bub- him. Bubbling under the surface. Yeah, yeah like, like, wait, I, I made that show, and I'm not getting paid for it. Well, also, too, I also kind of think it him, <clears throat> he didn't befriend Kanye, but like Kanye kind of befriended Dave. They, and, they've known each other for a long they've time. They've known each other for a long time, but Kanye has this like perpetual thing against the... The record industry, which is a lot of rappers nowadays do. Kanye's is a little weird. Con- that's what, because because he goes yeah. on these these ten page long Twitter tangents uh-huh. about like, well, you're holding down, you're oppressing, you're turning here's, us into slaves, okay. and it's Here, like, oh my god, though. he's just here's, he's, here's he's going difference. off again. But here's the difference, all right? So Kanye's renegotiated his contract several times. Yeah, but he owns his own music now. Like he, well, he owns- now. Yeah, like good music is but still a he's, thing. He's had chances to get his own masters. Instead of getting his masters, he took a larger signing bonus, mm-hmm. and he's done that on a couple of occasions. And then also, when you factor in the fact that, um, not everybody on good music owns their own masters mm-hmm. and had to sue to be able to get them. Like Big Sean had to do that. that is, oh, Tiana yeah. Taylor didn't own her own masters. Designer doesn't own his own masters. Uh, I, I think thought, Kid Cudi had an issue with that. Yeah, but didn't Cudi end up getting his masters? I think though? Kid Cudi ended up getting them, but he had to fight for them. Okay, so it was um, those are the yeah, ones like you don't really that, hear much about. The Big Sean one, where, I'm pretty, I'm pretty familiar with. Yeah, and Big Sean was pissed at Kanye for a while because he didn't, he didn't own wouldn't his own masters, his masters and yeah. Kanye wouldn't release them. So it's kind of like okay, Kanye's gonna cry 
all this, it's you know, cr- free us. This is modern slavery and all that shit. So he's he's but he he's owns crying poverty, but he's but he's not. But he's doing the same shit to other people. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so he's a, well, yeah, he's a. And then there were artists that came out that said that they were offered a deal from Good Music, and basically told Kanye, you know, I want to own my masters, and Kanye basically said no and pulled the deal because he wouldn't let them. Own their ma- own their own publishing. Well, yeah, because so, then they wouldn't need the label anymore. Yeah, well, ba- essentially it would be a distribution deal. Can you? It wouldn't be necessarily a, a record deal the, anymore. How how familiar are you with like the the, the masters and like the way it kind of the, the outlet to the music industry? A little bit. Just, so like the way that I understand it is that it's the master track. It's basically the the released music. Yeah. And you then have redi- redistribution rights once you own them. Yes. Is that correct? So essentially, I, I think I'm trying. I'm trying to yeah. understand it because it's not as complex as it probably seems. No, it's not. It seems just as easy as like you get, like you make a movie, yeah, and you're like, this is my movie, exactly. And then you give it to Sony, and they re- redistribute it to the movie yeah, theaters. They distribute it, yeah. Except instead of using Sony, you just use yourself, and exactly. you make the money exactly. for yourself. So not okay. exactly. So the way not the way a, okay. it works is so I am wrong. <laughs> the way it works is okay. Let's say I record a song, right? So I sign a recording deal with, let's say, I don't know, fucking Paramount. Well, I'm I'm saying like music. So let's say I, well, I sign a deal. You can do Sony too. Okay, Sony so, works for that example. Yeah, so I'll say I, I sign a deal with Sony, Sony Records or whatever. Okay? So I think it's SM, was it Sony Music Group now? Sony it's Music SMG? Group, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. And initially in the deal, if I don't own my own masters, the way it works is Sony puts up all of the money for me to be able to record this album. And essentially, once it's done, Sony owns the rights to the music that I recorded. Mm-hmm. So Sony does all of the work to put the music out there, to push the music. They make sure it gets on the radio. They make sure it gets on those uh, top playlists on Spotify or whatever. Yeah, the mark, yeah. They do exactly. all the marketing and they the, do all the, the marketing, selling. all they the pushing. Push yep. Yeah, yeah. And they own the actual rights to my music. So, so essentially, essentially, all you do is art. You just I made the music. They own the music and they sell the music out to everybody. Mm. So <clears throat> that's what happens. Essentially, they're the ones that they pay me based on how my music did. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you owned your masters, if you own the rights to your music, then essentially you and Sony would be partners and it would be like, okay, I make the music, I own the music, I'm giving you permission to push it out there to sell it. Mm-hmm. And you make this much, I make this much, but I keep the rights to all my music. Yeah, so it's a it's yeah. a negotiated percentage. Right, right. So years and years and years later, if I don't know, I get into a contract dispute with Sony or whatever, you can just leave. I can leave, but I still own my music, so I can still perform "Ice Ice Baby" on the Super Bowl because I own it. Okay. Now, also another sneaky thing that happened in the music industry was uh michael jackson you ever hear about this i th- i th- he, if it's the same story the I'm beatles thinking. category that yeah Ca- category the, the catalog, catalog the catalog yeah yeah he bought the beatles catalog as michael jackson found out he was talking to paul mccartney about masters and ownership and all that and he was like listen like you don't own the rights to your own music michael's like huh i didn't know that so michael went he bought back his own catalog and then he did some research found out that None of the Beatles actually own their own catalog, so, so he bought it. So Paul McCartney tells him what to do, 
and then gets he, his music stolen from him, essentially. Not stole. He just well, bought it. Michael Jackson just bought, bought the, the Beatles catalog after Paul McCartney explained it. Because I guess Paul McCartney basically told him, like, you know, now I own the rights to all my own music, which Paul McCartney does own the rights to all of his solo stuff. But not the Beatles. But he didn't own the rights to the Beatles stuff. And I believe the Jackson family still owns the rights to the Beatles catalog. So anytime, a music, anytime the Beatles is, like, on anything... It goes to the Jackson family. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Isn't that right? crazy, right? Yeah. So you hear Eleanor Rigby? Shit, me just saying Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> we probably we'll get sued. Yeah, some um, we're, we're gonna need a fucking season to from the Jackson family. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Jermaine's gonna come and kick in the door. <laughs> you're gonna send me a text and you're just gonna send me a picture. Just like, look what I got. Yeah, and I'm like, really? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What is Jermaine Jackson doing in your living room? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like this just, dude is so greasy. He's so he, <laughs> he, he looks like he's run a 10k twice. Yeah. Like, he looks real sweaty. Nobody takes you seriously, Tito. <laughs> so. <laughs> God, Tito Jackson, I'm sorry. So, yeah, but that that's the fight, though, that Dave Chappelle is in, is that yeah. he made this TV show I always kind of, yeah, years ago, I, I but he doesn't own the rights to it. I always because that's always, this seems to be, like, in the news. It's yeah, like, it's, it's similar. It's entertainment. It's similar. Yeah. So, but the problem is, is that now that we're in the streaming era, that everybody anybody can pretty much put it out there now mm-hmm. like you, you don't really need the big guys for distribution now i mean shit like this podcast for example right it's on spotify you know it's on apple Podcasts. yes it is it's on it's pretty much anywhere where you can find a podcast you can find this Sorry, podcast. before you continue uh, we're on spotify and apple music stitcher and all of your other uh, podcast platforms yeah. if you like to listen to the wine boys podcast right thank you and uh i love you right we didn't need anybody to do that for it for us. We just I figured it out. And the information's we, out there. You can do it. It's, it's the old adage. Hey, hey, figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yes. What are you gonna do? You gonna sit there and you gonna sulk? Oh, I don't look good enough. Yeah. Oh, my friends think I don't look good. It's like, right. Then fuck your friends. Go figure find friends on the internet. Yeah. So figure it it's, out. You know, the information's out there. Figure it out. But that's the reason why you have certain artists. You know, you look at like a Nipsey Hustle, you look at like a Dom Kennedy, you wonder like, okay, how are the? You look at Larry June, or mm-hmm. Currency. Okay. You know, and you look at these guys that are, they don't have the biggest audience, but they seem like financially they're doing pretty good. Yeah, because they own everything. They own everything. Yeah. Even Freddie Gibbs up to like what? Like last year? Freddie I would say Freddie Gibbs in like the last two years has kind of figured it out. And yeah. that's when he really started making money doing this. By the way, shouts out to uh, Freddie got his Grammy now. Yeah, he's nominated for a Grammy. By the way, you see Cuomo like won an am- Emmy? Yes. For the for the quarantine um for his quarantine daily broadcast. They'll give they'll give anybody a fucking trophy. You know what? I'm the I would. Did you honestly just get the you, Emmy tattooed on your chest? For, you next should to, right in next to his nipple, nipple rings. rings. Yeah, so, come on. You know who should get the Emmy? The sign language guy. You ever yes. see the sign language guy in the right corner? Uh-huh. And he he is fucking. Just, just, <laughs> he he is he is hard gesturing oh, everything. Yeah. I just want them to like put a mic on the sound on the. <laughs> Just put a mic out of him. Just oh, he's, sign he's language just, guy. He's doing the fucking uh, yeah. like, stomp. <laughs> Sounds like that Nike basketball commercial where they're dribbling. Like it's <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom. It's basically the stomp soundtrack. <laughs> it, I I admire. Uh, I know nothing about American sign language. Oh, it, me either. But the the way 
we I've gotten so many coronavirus like New York daily briefings uh-huh. I'm watching like Cuomo and it's funny because sometimes when because Cuomo has these like dramatic pauses mm-hmm. like he's like he's doing some sort of like dramatic reading which he essentially yeah. is he's just sitting up there just being like we have to wear your masks <laughs> and, then, and then he pauses he pauses and waits I told you that if you didn't wear your mask, grandma wasn't going to be able to come home for Thanksgiving. And now grandma's dead. Now grandma has to stay in the home. Now, <laughs> he, the home. He per- period, period. But I watched, I actually watched the Cuomo presser the other day. Okay. And he, now my daughter, he said, so he made the, I made the comment. I tweeted about it and he made the comment of my daughter can't come home for the holidays now because of where we are in this wave. And my thought was, like, I think I said something on Twitter along the lines of, like, Andrew Cuomo is a fearless leader. He leads by example. And I said, now I will lead by example by telling my family to not come home for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, oh, man. I feel like there's people out there that, <clears throat> their relationships with their families can be skewed. Yeah. And that if they really want to talk to them, like they can talk to them by behind a screen. Like, oh, yeah. It's very plausible. If you're not talking to your family, it's obviously an issue oh, with yeah. you and your family at that point. Yeah. But when he made that comment, I was like, okay. So basically what the, what Czar Cuomo is telling us now is that he- <laughs> King want, Cuomo. He, King Cuomo wants to keep- He really wants to keep us home. Like he- Dude. Because he wants to go up during his- he, he won a fucking. They gave him an Emmy. <laughs> they gave him an Emmy. They gave he's, him a. He's zaddy. He gave him point. a fucking Emmy for going out there and saying, "I told you to wear your mask. Now grandma's dead." I told what I said. What I fucking. What I said. What I. My I brother brought, got it. I, my bro, his fucking brother Chris got it. Chris Cuomo. He's doing deadlifts in his office right now. He, he got rid of it by flexing. Yeah. Guess what? Coronavirus. You know what you have to do? Wear tight shirts doesn't make the diaphragm expand dies <laughs> it, you sound Could like you, sebastian maniscalco i now. just realized <laughs> that Fuck, fucking dice wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> you're on something here okay what if sebastian maniscalco is a cuomo he might be okay he gestures like them mm-hmm. he has a very similar delivery mm-hmm. he walks up to the door and he's just like look who's here all right lauren michaels if you're listening <laughs> snl you guys need to reenact the Cuomo coronavirus briefings with Sebastian Maniscalco. You call Sebastian Maniscalco and get him to play Andrew Cuomo. You know what the problem is? What Sebastian Maniscalco costs too much. I mean, they got Bill Burr. I mean, Bill Burr. But he's, I, he they, doesn't make Sebastian money. Though. Seba- I mean, I know Bill Burr's doing well, but Sebastian Maniscalco is like a top ten grossing comedian. I right mean, now. they got Dave Chappelle. I know. I. Maybe you're right. You know what? I think they, they could do it. They could do Lauren it. Michaels, dig deep in those pockets. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he drinks a lot of Chardonnay. I've, been, I, I've learned this over the years of watching Saturday Night Live. Lauren mm-hmm. Michaels is a wine guy. Mm. He walks up on stage and he's just like, because probably because of Dave Chappelle. Yep. David, I loved your loved your bit about the uh, the, the white ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, get just swirling Chardonnay. I'm telling you, for for SNL, if they wanted to do an Andrew Cuomo. Sebastian Maniscalco he, would be perfect. Got the same. He does have the same facial features. Very hard, hardcore New I mean, York Italian. Well, like, actually, Sebastian's from Chicago. That that's the weird but part. It's still, is that 
but he but he had but his demeanor it's similar lineage his demon his demonstrative attitude is mm-hmm. very new york and he's lived there long enough yeah his whole comedy career was in new basically in new york city yes but and, and he's then he cut his teeth and then he then he went out to la and mm-hmm. that's when he became famous right right you need to, hey kid come here you need listen you got a car now you need a powerful yeah. engine Come to Los Angeles. Right, right. But it's kind of like uh, it, like his, I don't think it's so much a New York thing. I think it's an Italian thing. That's really what I think it is. Because you think yeah. about how I've listened to enough of his comedy to realize that his family is not very far. His family's pretty fresh off the boat. Yeah. So that's where a lot of his humor comes from. Which is makes sense. I mean, yeah. I've never, I, 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 I admit it, I was not a big I was never a huge Sebastian Maniscalco fan. Mm-hmm. You know, as a comic, I'm not someone that. But like, my my comedic ethos is not is not mm-hmm. in dem, is not over demonstrating and He's using a my Dane body. Cook. Well, see, that's the thing is that that's why Dane Cook got a lot of shit because everybody just said, "Well, his writing is shit." It's like, no, man. Like Dave Cook, Dane Cook actually had. Some pretty good shit. Like yeah. some of his bits, mind you, he his over like his overacting and his like. Just, but it worked. His, but that's the thing is like for that time worked perfectly. Uh-huh. But the thing is though, if you go back to like the writing is fucking really good. It gets very funny. Some of it is. Nobody yeah. acts out that hard unless they're writing well. I was actually like driving home one night and I thought of an old Dane Cook bit. Was it the? Uh, I can't remember which one it was. The fuck, but I thought fuck about shoes like. No, it wasn't fuck shoes. It was. There's a couple of them that are just. But like, there was one I thought of like recently, and I, I, I can't remember what it was. It's like gone. This is how you date yourself now. Now that you're in your 30s, you can now go back to like I remember back in my day when I had an iPod, yeah. and I had I was going through my and I had the entire catalog of Dane Cook. You were a huge Dane Cook. I was fan a big Dane Cook we fan. Yep. In school. Yep. I went to, uh, he came through with the, uh, what the fuck was the name of the tour? They, they, the HBO docuseries. Torgasm. Torgasm. Did, yep. tor- did Torgasm in Syracuse. I went to the show. Uh, it, mind you, now I was not familiar with guys like Robert Kelly and Gary Goldman yet. Mm-hmm. Robert Kelly is a, a, one of the best comics in New York still right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Goldman too. Gary Goldman has a, a has this amazing series of books about dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. I actually started reading one because I'm a manic depressant and <laughs> it really helped me open up a little bit because oh. I was like, there, look at this wow. guy. Used to make, used to get angry about when people would hackle him and like get into his head and then he just kind of said, no, fuck these people. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me yeah. and you just happen to be here. Yeah. But like that's, but, but I, I love that mindset though. It's like, I'm doing, no, I'm doing this and I'm glad that you like it. Right. But I love, though, when you see those stand-ups that actually bring people on the road that are funnier than them. Mm-hmm. So, and you can respect Dane Cook for that. Yeah. Robert Kelly is... Robert Kelly's a murderer. Like, he is yes. by far one of the best comics mm-hmm. working today. Well, even even uh, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Well, he would bring... Uh, he brings his whole crew, the Plastic the Cup Plastic Boys. Cup Boys. Naeem is funnier Naeem than Kevin Hart. Naeem is really fucking funny. Man. Naeem is funnier he, than Kevin he's, Hart. He's a killer. Um, I, I, I actually saw them live when they came here like a couple years ago. I haven't. I would say I've not seen <clears throat> any of them. Na- okay, Naeem is funnier than Kevin Hart. It's a bold Stand up wise. Um, I stand behind it. He is funny. He, is re- he, he does kill. I mean, every, I've only mm-hmm. watched a handful of his stuff and it's uh-huh. every time I'm like, that's, that's a good bit. That's really yeah. funny. 
Um, and, which, I granted, I here's the thing. I think Kevin Hart is funny. He, he definitely is. I think he's a. I think he's a better personality on screen than he is doing stand up. Mm-hmm. However, I I do like him doing stand up, but. I think he's a better comedic actor. Have you watched his new special on on Netflix yet? The one that just came out. Yeah, the one I he's didn't doing watch in his that house. one yet. No, I didn't watch it yet. I've heard a very mixed bag. Okay, like, and I think it's mostly because as as you become progressively more famous, you you get your, does, you get critics and does he have an audience or is it just it's him a mass, and his living? It's a masked audience, like an audience in distance and wearing masks. Okay. Because that's his, the thing, though, in his, is you, in his living room. Okay, because you, you've heard place. about people trying to make a comedy club on Zoom or whatever. I it's just some person in their fucking like I, studio apartment telling jokes. I have, I have my okay now, and it's like it does. It, there's no audience. It doesn't work. I have my, I have my theory. I, I've, I've, I've done one Zoom show. Oh god. Okay. Now, I am, I am very much an, I'm an audience guy. Okay. I need it's, it's my inner thought processing i mm-hmm. need need that joke needs to land i need the laughter mm-hmm. or it doesn't do it for me okay that, that that's my that's my drug and that's I, what i, I need. look at see i'm, I'm not a stand-up but i am a huge fan of stand-up comedy the big my, and and i and i'm <coughs> listen i'm i may mm-hmm. i i'm beginning to do stand-up okay and as I've been doing it, mm-hmm. now that we've so I've done I did it for a couple of years, and then once we got into this Zoom era, I get hit up on a fairly regular basis. You hey, do you want to do the Zoom show? And I keep saying no, and I start, I'm starting to feel bad a little bit. It's, so like, but I did weird. I did one man, and it's like it was flat. Wasn't it's it? flat, and yeah. you're mostly talking to comics. It's like going go to an open mic. Yeah, any open mic. This is this is the biggest problem. It's like it's like working out. You know, you're not gonna lose weight right away, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna get good at comedy right away. Mm-hmm. I suck at comedy right now. I know that for a fact. Now, I when I say suck at comedy, not meaning that I don't think I'm. I think I'm a. I I wouldn't be doing it unless I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I suck at comedy from the aspect that there are other comedians that are definitely better than me because they've done it longer and they've gotten their comedy muscle. Mm-hmm. It's it's the whole thing of working out. You just gotta do it. Over you, you gotta and do over it. You gotta and over. Keep doing it. And, and as soon as COVID hit, I yeah. looked at myself and I go, "Fuck! I can't do this as often as I would like to." So my comedy muscle is gonna weaken. I'm gonna lose. The, I'm gonna lose the muscle right. that I was starting to gain. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I was like, "Maybe I'll do a Zoom show. I'll see how it goes." And I did it, and I said, "This fucking sucks." Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's just. Was it more similar to doing a podcast? Kinda, but it was. Okay. But you're trying to punch lines. Okay. To an audience that you can't see. You're talking to a screen. You see the square boxes, and you see, like, some people don't even have their, their cameras on. So it's just, like, the name. It's like Martha Johnson. It's just, like, Martha Johnson doesn't give a flying fuck about the shit that I took today. Like, it's just, it, it's, 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 it, that's, how I, that's how I feel. Martha Johnson might, uh-huh. might like girthy shits. I don't know yeah, that, though. It, but, that's, but what I was saying, though, is as a fan of, com- of comedy, and I've been a very big comedy fan for a long time is I understand that there's a certain rhythm that you have to catch as you're playing off of the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a feedback loop there. You laugh, they like it, I keep going. Zoom show, you're alone in your house, you're telling jokes to this computer. Like, 
it's not the same as standing on a stage and the lights and you're holding a microphone and the nerves that come along with that and the full animate because you're standing in your fucking living room staring you're not at a computer I'm, I wasn't standing like, i was sitting you're sitting i'm doing sit down comedy i'm sit john down. i'm john fucking stewart yeah you're fucking bill cosby Bad, himself bad reference. well uh, <laughs> i mean okay but he was the og sit down comic he was but you're right bad reference yeah <clears throat> he still was though it's true he was. i mean come on bill bill cosby himself holds up i give john me. stewart a lot of credit because he was like the, the i would say he was the original he was the original news satire comedian mm-hmm. like the i mean i like trevor noah Mm-hmm. The Daily Show is just different without John Stewart. It is different. It, there was uh, there was an attitude and a, also a lot of the correspondents have all became like humongous Huge. stars. So I mean Stephen Colbert, John Oliver. Yeah, like, I mean it, it's. I mean they're both late night hosts now. Yeah, yeah. Because of what they did. Now, mind you, they both were comedic geniuses, and it was inevitable that they were going to branch off by themselves and become absolutely you know stars. Yeah, but. It's uh, it, it again. It kind of relates back to like you're pl- you know playing off Wasn't your platform. Steve Carell on the Daily Show also? for a minute. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go back. Actually, do you? Uh, this is even a good search. Just like look at the look at co- the correspondence. Okay. Of the Daily Show. Okay. All of them legitimate stars. Uh, you know? who else? Who else? Michelle who else? Wolf. Yeah. Hassan Minhaj. That, that's what I was thinking. Hassan Minhaj. Jordan yep. Klepper's still doing it, but he's fucking hilarious. Yep. All of them are. Uh, they're all. I mean, they're all great. And who they're all very smart too. Oh, That's one thing. Who's the black guy with the glasses? The fuck's his name? The black guy with the glasses. Oh, Gerald. No, no. the other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the other black. <laughs> the other black guy with the glasses. <laughs> I got to pee. Can we pause? Yeah, yeah, we can pause. All right. Eh, never did find out who that black guy was in the glasses. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of mysteries. I um, <laughs> well, Zoink Scoop. <laughs> Zoink Scoop. So. What if what if we had a Scooby Doo mystery? Uh-huh. I pull the mask off the black guy, reveals another black. Guy. Wow! <laughs> it never it never is. It's always like a werewolf that happens to uh-huh. be like Old Man Jenkins, who used to be the janitor at the Yo, amusement this is kind park. Of like the, the plot to Inception at this point. It's a black guy within a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of it all, Glenn Beck. <laughs> We've actually been living in Tommy Lauren's head this entire time. Oh my god! It's just. In bet- felonist black men. In between, in, in between dry humor about racism and mm-hmm. Jay Cutler. And then we, just we come subtle, through. Subtle references. They're coming for your suburbs. Who's the they? You know. You know. And you get just Jay Cutler ripping cigs, walking the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Dog whistle upon dog whistle upon dog whistle. You know how they are driving down the street listening to loud music. You know they you know seats leaned all the way back. I gotta be honest, I had a friend. Uh-huh. I still have a friend. We still hang out, but white kid, but was had that had that face. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, long I had that face too. I was wearing P. Miller sweatsuits. Woo. Yeah. That's how you knew. Woo. That's how you knew you were thirteen uh-huh. and went to Coles. And coming coming. For your suburbs. Coming for your suburbs. I was wearing, yeah, when Percy Miller was, was repping my set, I knew I was in trouble. Uh-huh. And uh, I loved every second of it. So there was a not friend. Lie. Cole's for a sweatsuit, though. Slapper. Yeah. Pretty comfortable, not going to lie. Yeah. Still my, stay, still, still to this day. Yeah, yeah. Find my, my, uh, my, my Adidas sweatsuits. Adidas, yeah. yes. I was, um, 
I had a, my friend who's we used to have uh, a motor vehicle. Okay. Um, probably still does to this day. But his the seat in his car was broken. Okay. So like the back of the seat was broken. So he always the only way he could get into the car was he had to lay down and then like jock the seat up just enough. So like his ass was just like the one that kept the seat up. But like whenever you would get out of the car, the, the, it would just recline back. <laughs> it just fell right so, back to where I, it was. So whenever we would be like driving. He would be like roll down the windows and just put on like the most just West Coast rap, like loud music as you can imagine going through uh-huh. his very white, very pristine suburbs. <laughs> and the, the kind of suburbs that uh, the kind of suburbs that, that ha- Donald Trump wants to protect. That, yeah. The ones that from ha- those yeah, people, the ones that have a housing association. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. the your cl- hey your lawn clippings are going on to the Johnsons' yard. That's a fine. Like one of those. Okay. Your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Your neighborhood. My the, neighborhood. Yeah. Do you feel nervous here? No, no. People are kind of nosy. They but haven't no, done like nervous. the Stepford Wives. Like people are friendly. There's another black family in this neighborhood. People are friendly. Almost too friendly. I haven't gotten that impression. Like a get out kind of friendly? Not like a get out friendly. Okay. That's when you got to get worried. But also due to, I feel like it's coming like once COVID ends, that's when the full embrace, the the tea mug stirring Uh shit is going to happen. Next thing you know, I'm in the sunken place. I'm wearing a weird hat and I'm become some older white lady's pet. You know, that that sort of thing. I'm waiting for it, though. I'm kind of excited. Kind so anyway. Of, I got to be honest. I can't wait to be uh, Leslie's dog. Pretty excited about it. Pretty excited, man. You know, cool. Hey, I, I want to be the golden retriever to an upper middle class family. I, You know what? I would. Shit, shit man. What it's a, a great life. It's a great life. You barely have you barely have to do anything. You yeah. literally have to exist. No, you just chill. You know, you yeah. wake up in the morning. You just got to look. Everybody loves you. You just got to look excited to see everybody. Yeah. And then go back to your miserable dog life. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get to run around, dig a hole, you know, sniff a bit. Just don't cut my balls off. That's all. I yeah. want to keep my balls. I want to enjoy it. I want to fuck other dog bitches. You know? They're, they're just called bitches. Uh, that's right. They Tramps. are just called bitches. I'm a tramp. She's a bitch. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's make little little mutt puppies, you know? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Had a fling down the street. Anyway. <laughs> this, this chihuahua is giving me the awkward eye. Yeah. So speaking of chihuahua is giving the awkward eye, um... These game consoles, what's Yo, going on? Now, we we talked about it. this last episode yeah, a little we, bit. We did a we did a Reader's Digest version. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, these consoles are coming out like with like a lot of issues. Like a lot yeah, of them. And, and the thing is, is right now the resale market on them is crazy. Ridiculous. Every time a retailer gets them, they sell out in minutes. Seconds even. Seconds, yeah. They they sell out in seconds. And I said on the last episode, I'm gonna wait about a year. And I, I think that's one. all right. I might, I might, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. mildly fiending for mm-hmm. the culture. I'll wait. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to re- try. The reason why is because one, they're extremely hard to get right now. Right now. They're super, ex- like it's, it's, they're expensive and they're peak, peak value right now. I mean, I have a buddy that somehow managed to get two of them, kept one for himself, sold the other, was able to sell it for about 1300 bucks. The thing retailed for what four or five hundred? Yeah, like fuck, man. So for real, I no. So he more than paid for the one that he kept. 
I'm not I'm not gonna fight some woman named Karen in a fucking Target. Why's, why's it gotta be Karen? Because she be tried Stacey? to snatch the thing out of my cart on Black Friday. Like I'm not Don't call it Black Friday. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't it's just called it. Friday. Oh, okay. Okay, Friday. Okay. I still get a little weird when they because of all the everything that's been going on this year. Mm-hmm. Whenever like Target says that's our Black Friday sale, I go, No <laughs> You you can call it Black Friday. It's okay. Yeah, well because it doesn't S- don't, it, don't call it Spear Chucker Friday. Don't, that's that's <laughs> a little offensive, Zach. I don't know why you would Spear call it that. <laughs> Could you imagine somebody's just standing out there and just be like, you know Ooga, what they, you know no. <laughs> you know what they call Black Friday, right? <laughs> Yo, have you seen that meme on Facebook? No. Okay. I Here's the thing: you're not friends with like enough like middle aged black people on Facebook no, to like sh- get these memes. Should be though, because you get you get some great conspiracy theories like this way. Okay. So <laughs> the reason why they called it Black Friday was because <laughs> this is the one I read. This I read this like a couple years ago. Anyway, the reason why they call it Black Friday is because it was always considered a holiday, the Friday after Thanksgiving to pick a misbehaved slave and lynch them on that day and the holiday became known as Black Friday and somehow through years and years of just the world <laughs> like I guess all the shopkeepers would put all their stuff on sale on Black Friday and suddenly it became a retail holiday Wow. Yeah. That, that, that one was, is dang deep. I, I'm dead serious. Like you find, just search Black Friday. I, I, I will. Meme. I, I, I got to find it. I'll see too. if I can find it. But I, from what I was told, it, it's just because of a price margin. Thing. Yeah. That, that's well, literally it's called Black Friday because uh, retailers, because this is the first day of the Christmas season, all the retailers go into the black, mm-hmm. meaning like they've all hit and exceeded their sales goals for the year that day i i'm just looking at black friday meme and it's just it's all just people just like it's a very crunchy looking meme i can't yeah black friday lynching no that one that's probably what well, i should yeah you you gotta you gotta look at that lynching is it the, did you know Black Friday stemmed from slavery? It was the day after Thanksgiving when slave traders would sell slaves for a discount. That's what it was, To assist yeah. plantation owners with more helpers for upcoming for the upcoming winter for cutting and stacking firewood, winterproofing, hence the name Black Friday. Yes, that's what it was. Yikes. <laughs> and, and I'm sure, mm-hmm. given our society, who never takes anything at face value, mm-hmm. Probably started posting this all over. Oh, I've seen it posted so many times. Now, here's the thing. Now it's just like we got no. We can't just we can't just let these. We can't just Walmart and Target. We can't just let them do this. But here's the thing about that. Not you got to listen. Slavery was fucking terrible. Okay, (laughs) it was fucking awful. It's a really it's a really good, but hard statement you had there. But that's not where (laughs) slavery pretty bad. (laughs) It was terrible. It was fucking awful. A lot not great. A lot of bad shit happened on in slavery. Yeah, sure did. That was not one of them. Black Friday <laughs> was, was not. Black Friday does not get its roots However, from slavery. Yana, but I'd I like do. to see people have this argument. And then <clears throat> what I do is, is if somebody has a is a is a, is a, a preposterously stupid thing to say, uh-huh. I let them say it, and I nod in approval. Mm-hmm. So they think they are. I do. I know. I do this with. Anybody, anybody mm-hmm. that I feel like argument is is not has no 
has no research, and has very little intellect behind mm-hmm. the conversation, I nod in approval mm-hmm. because it usually makes them dig deeper and deeper. Uh-huh. And then and then I say nothing afterwards. Yeah. And then they're just like, I made a really good point there. Okay. You know, and then you know what happens? Is it becomes this kind of trickle effect where they get one person that's confident in that theory and then they start telling other people. And then they tell other people. And then by the end of the day, there's six people saying the same story, and I'm just like, holy shit. My approval made this spread like wildfire. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. You just described the business model of Cambridge Analytica. I'm telling you, man. (laughs) It was so easy. That's how Facebook was created. You just nod in approval. You're just like, I'm going to steal this fucking idea. Yeah. I'm going to steal this idea. Let's do it. Thanks, Winklevoss. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. One and two. Yeah, it's like thank thing you. one and thing two, except blonde and big, and <laughs> big blonde rowing men. Big blonde rowing men. I watched a thing on Instagram. I think it was Dave Portnoy. I had the Winkle bosses come in and try to explain Bitcoin to him. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I thought I understood stuff and mm-hmm. things, dude. They ran circles around my brain. It gets complicated. Bitcoin can get very complicated. Somebody told me the other day that like monopoly money has like, actually is like a more valuable currency than some sorts of Bitcoin. Maybe it's like a monopoly collect, like a super, super collector's edition. I can see that. Tremendous, has so much value. I can see that. It actually has more value than some Bitcoin currency. Certain cryptocurrency. Certain cryptocurrency. Yeah. Not necessarily necessarily Bitcoin, Bitcoin, but certain crypto. We can't can't do this right now because- Well, all I'm saying is right as of right now, we're recording this podcast because I actually have some Bitcoin. Of course you fucking have Of course I have Bitcoin. Why not? I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot. Don't. don't Just enough to say I have some. Just enough to talk about Bitcoin. Okay. So right now, one Bitcoin is worth 19,000 US dollars. As of right now. Okay. And how okay. many do you have? <laughs> Shit. I have just enough. I have $20 worth of Bitcoin. So, so that means I have. What if you sold it right now? I would make 32 cents. And it actually lost some value. So today's return was 63 cents, which means it actually it dipped. So <clears throat> what? So you've just 20. enough to say I got some because I just want to see what it does. I've, I've, I use Robinhood. I have some stocks. The only thing about Bitcoin is that it's so volatile. I haven't put a lot into it mm-hmm. just because I just honestly keep enough in there just to be able to say, OK, I can say I have some Bitcoin. But I also have another cryptocurrency, which I think is funny. This is a Dogecoin. I've heard of Dogecoin. Yeah. 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 And Dogecoin I, I is worth. don't know anything about it, but I've heard it, of it. It's another crypto. Mm-hmm. It's worth way less than Bitcoin. Uh, I actually have. I mean, I made a couple dollars on this. Anyway, okay, I have 26. I put $20 in Bitcoin, $20 in Dogecoin. Right now, I have $26 in Dogecoin because it's it's increased in value in the last shit. I bought it. I bought it November 20th. Mm-hmm. So four days ago. Mm-hmm. So right now, I have uh, 6,585 Dogecoins. When you're taking. That's when, worth $26. When you're taking a shit, is, the, is this what you do? I feel like this is what you yeah. do. Yeah. You, so you just poop and play socks? Yeah, pretty much. So right now, uh Dogecoin, one Dogecoin is worth point zero zero three nine nine cents. Wow. That's yeah. that's a lot of that's a lot of zeros. 
Yes, Let's it see. is it's worth zeros on the other side of the decimal point. Dogecoin is worth nothing. 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 Literally but, worth nothing. But the thing behind cryptocurrencies is because it's a it's a decentralized currency. Mm-hmm. That's why it's attractive. Because it's there's no bank behind it. It all uses the blockchain, where basically the blockchain is a. Uh, I know where this is going. Just I'm, I'm trying to keep it simple. I know, I'm but trying to keep it simple. And I and I try to read it, and every time okay. I'm just like I, I just okay. You know, my the brain general, does not want to accept this. Okay, you know what a general ledger is, right? Yes. As far as accounting goes, yes, okay. I do know what a general ledger is. Okay. Blockchain is a technology that supports cryptocurrencies. Where basically you've so created like the, a currency. So it's like the banking system, quote it's, unquote, kind of. Blockchain is essentially the, the general ledger itself. Okay. So, it so it, it's a record of transactions. And that's what supports. Kind of. Kind of. It's okay. it's really just a record of transactions. And that's what supports the value of Bitcoin. So you used, I don't know, early days of Bitcoin. You used two Bitcoin to buy a pizza. Okay. Domino's got the Bitcoin. Sorry. You got the pizza. I need to drink because of this. Yeah, but it's crazy now because one Bitcoin is worth about nineteen thousand dollars. So therefore, you spent damn near forty thousand dollars on a pizza at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though it wasn't that much money back at the time, so better have been a good pizza. Yeah. So what's funny though is I've been like invited to some bitcoin groups on facebook recently you every fucking day you get invited to to i have another i have another friend now i define it kind of based off of the person who i remember now it's never somebody that's close to me Mm -hmm. it's always a guy who it's whatever the facebook version of sliding your dms is i guess messenger Yeah, yeah hey man how you been it's just like literally go fuck yourself Mm -hmm. i don't i barely remember who you are okay and they're just like hey so i'm doing this so they they try to mask it when it's very obvious what they're going to ask me and like i only let one person tell me the spiel Mm -hmm. because i was just like you know what man i'll give you five minutes tell me what's up and then they just went on this humongous rant i'm like i'm out okay (laughs) in the word in the mighty mighty words of of mark cuban I'm out. Like, I'm out. Hey, 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 hey. I'm out. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I see the appeal, though, of these groups. The problem is, is that Bitcoin is, when, when you're trying to build a group around a bunch of people saying, hey, let's build, who wants to make their money work for themselves? Who wants to make residual income? Passive uh, streams of income. Oh God! Just Bitcoin all of those is not niche terms. Bitcoin is not a passive stream of income. No, it's, it's not like uh, fucking it works and all that shit. We work or whatever. That that's not oh, that we work. Bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, buying Bitcoin is not the same as investing in a like, fucking index fund in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bitcoin because the problem is Bitcoin is so fucking volatile. One day you might be up thirty percent. Tomorrow you're down sixty percent. It's that fucking volatile. And the problem is, is that only a few people own so much Bitcoin. They're called whales mm-hmm. that they can literally move the market. So if one whale decided that he wanted to take just a piece of all the Bitcoin he owns and just sell it. The value plummets mm-hmm. just because this one guy 
owns so much of it. Because he, he's basically, he he has the power. He's the yeah. almighty. Yeah, this guy might have 100,000 Bitcoin, which is worth a, a fuckload of money okay. right now. And he'll just decide, okay, I'm going to sell 30,000 Bitcoin. The value plummets, and then I'm going to rebuy it lower. Watch the value go back up. And now yeah. my Bitcoin is actually worth more than it was a few minutes ago. I'll openly say this. Like, I am not a stock guy. I'm not, okay. I'm not really... Not really a business. I'm not a businessman guy. Yeah, like I I know what the ins and outs of the stock markets. Yeah, it, the stock market is. Uh huh. That's something I actually I talk about this with my therapist. Uh, mm-hmm. That I there's certain things I want to get better at. Okay. So I like I have to. This is something we talk about in therapy. Oh, okay. Just write down like the things that you want to get better at. Mm-hmm. So it's it's funny though because like I have these conversations and I always go I want to get better with money. Okay. It's not that I'm it's not that I'm <coughs> bad with it. Mm-hmm. It's just that I think I can make it worth more okay. by doing very little. Okay. That's kind of what I want to get because I, I hear – I have people come at me all the time. Like financial advisors, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are financial advisors. A lot of them are. always, always want to try to sell me into something. Yeah, I'm not going to sell you anything, bro. I just want to be told <laughs> strategically okay. what's going to make me a couple more bucks tomorrow. Like I don't okay. – I'm not trying to fucking – like I'm not trying to day trade. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to pound phones and be the next, you know, you're not, Gordon you're not, Gecko. You're not like trying I, to be just, Jordan Belfort out here. I'm, you just want to put your money somewhere. I, I think I have the the stand uh, standalone point of yeah. view of Gordon Gecko. Like I, okay. you know, I money never sleeps. I get yeah. that. But you you just want to be able to just put your money somewhere. You don't have to worry about it. But that's, you look at it in a couple months and it's worth more. That's kind of how I feel about like well, obviously with your four hundred one k, which is which is the stock market and it fluctuates kind of based off of it's mostly bonds and things like that right sure, sure. i don't know <clears throat> i barely know anything all i know is that when certain things trade at a higher amount you make more money yeah that's it well one thing you have to remember from the god dave point portnoy himself davey day trader Chess. stop rule number one stocks they always go up <laughs> Dave gets two references in this podcast. That's it. He really does. So that's it. So now we're done with that. The we, point is, is that we boys ring, ring the bell. <laughs> so the point is, boys, if you want to do that, here's what you do. Okay, you buy. You look at. I mean, if you want to like create a Robin Hood account or whatever, mm-hmm. buy uh, the the ETFs of uh, the ETFs of mutual funds. So look for Vanguard. There's one that's for the S&P 500. Mm. You look for those and you buy those and they move with the market, which obviously, according to Dave Portnoy, which I'm I'm circling back. There's not a new reference. (laughs) Stocks always go back up. In general, the stock market is always growing Mm -hmm. in general. Um, Based off of the Donald Trump press conference today, uh it's the highest it's ever been. Sure. Because it's always growing. Two years from now, you'll be able to say it's the highest it's ever been. The mm-hmm. stock market is always growing. Yeah, companies day to day take hits. Take hits. They go up. They go down, and all that. However, in general, they're oh, fuck hitting the mic stand. In general, they're always going up. Just punch the boys. Yeah. So if you put some money somewhere safe, you know a like my mattress. Yeah. Some somewhere like some sort of index fund or whatever. My mattress. Over time. Over time, it's going to grow. Okay. Now, if you want to be the day trade boy and you start playing games out here, yeah, you lose some money. 
because you'll start <laughs> you'll put your money in some penny stock or whatever and yeah you'll get 40 percent growth in a day but then tomorrow you'll lose all that and then some yeah so it's calculated risk uh, well everything is calculated risk calculated i mean risk. again you, you can gamble yeah, but it, it is essentially you're a professional gambler if you're doing day trading. I mean, really? Oh, absolutely. That is that is gambling. It is Anybody, lower stakes gambling. Do you but have it's still gambling. you have friends that are in finances, like in New York, right? Like Wall Street. Do you have any friends on Wall Street? Uh, yeah, a couple. I got a couple too. Yeah, I got one friend who is a legit day trader, and uh-huh. it is. Whew. Oh yeah, and, like, and you the, ask him about some of the trades he's made. He's, just turned 31 the the guy looks damn near 50 like he you it's could stressful you can see <laughs> the life being sucked in might mm-hmm. drives a nice car mm-hmm. got a nice house mm-hmm. is it worth it <laughs> like yeah and he is is it worth he's either really skinny or really fat isn't he tall and really skinny yep yeah because <laughs> he's really just stressed the fuck out has I'm, an ulcer yeah, he's bumping blow in the bathroom to keep oh himself up God. because he just gets fucking smile and dial. Like yeah, just, yeah. Just as soon as, as soon as nine thirty hits, yeah, just he's on. As soon as the bell rings, he's just like, "Hey, uh, what's the what's the airline in uh, in Blue Star Blue Airline. Star Airlines? Yeah, what is it? Blue Star Airlines. Uh, what is what does Charlie Sheen say? Blue Star Airlines is up. What is it? Uh, I can't remember what he said. Blue Star Airlines." I just want to see the airline's quote. There it is. Listen, it's Blue Horseshoe. I thought it was Blue Star. No, I think the quote is, listen, Blue Horseshoe loves Blue Star, Blue Star Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, but yes, day trading, you can lose a, a lot of money doing that, especially when you have these penny stocks Yeah. where, you know, you got a stock that's, trading at 30 cents a share they get some good news suddenly and you've got i don't know a thousand shares at 30 cents a share so what's let's just say i don't know well let's say you got ten thousand shares at 30 cents a share yeah right Mm -hmm. so times 0.3 you got three thousand dollars in there you have ten thousand shares suddenly 30 cents a share it bumps up to a dollar a share you know you're losing me I get it. I, I never. But if it. it goes up, you just made a lot of money. Yeah. You know, suddenly your three thousand dollars is now worth I don't know ten thousand dollars. Yeah. I I get whatever. It. So I mean, I I like I mean I, I enjoy gambling. I, I mean I, mm-hmm. I I like sports gambling and I like doing the whole like daily fantasy stuff. Yeah. But I feel like there's no risk in that. But I guess there is. There is. There, there is. is. But I'm also not risking hundreds of dollars. I'm risking tens of dollars. Right, right. So it's like... So... I guess I think the monster is bigger. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bigger monster in a cave than I think it is. Like, maybe I it's, think. Maybe it's, it's a... I think it's a smaller monster than you think it's, it is. You hear the roar, and then it walks out, and it's like the size of an ant. It's like, yeah. all right. Well, honestly, make a Robin Hood account. I plan on it. Just, just make one. Just make a Robin Hood account. I, have, I already have my New Year's resolutions. Okay. And one of them is to become stock fluent. That okay. was what I wrote down. Be stock, stock fluent. fluent. Make a Robin Hood account. Just start out. Don't don't put a ton of money in there. Put put like two hundred bucks in there. That's what yeah. I would say hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Two hundred bucks. Whatever it is. I mean, just put a little bit of money in there, right? And then just buy a couple of stocks and just pay attention to them. See what yeah. they do. And you'll and you'll start noticing trends. Company gets some good news, price goes up. Company gets some bad news, price, price goes, goes down. down. 
But overall, most of these companies, they're going up or they're going out of business. So that, that's pretty much in the but like in the age of covid, like do you you I feel like more and more companies are going out of business. So like strategically, yeah, yeah. what makes the most sense as find of the right successful now, ones and just kind of work off of those? It, pretty much as of right now, a good bet. And this is if you're doing short term, you're going to keep it for a couple of days and then sell it. As of right now, I would go uh, certain electric car companies okay, so are doing pretty well. Some of the Chinese ones. I actually bought some Neo recently, see, and it's doing pretty good. A friend of mine I had actually a rough brought day up today, Neo but, the other day, and I go, yeah. I didn't know what it was. And they, yeah, do you have the friend that like belittles you for not knowing stocks? No, but I, anyway, I, I well, I'm, maybe he's not really a good friend. Um, yeah, probably not. He's just like I. I just mentioned that. And I was like, mm-hmm. "What's Neo?" And he's just like, "You know what Neo is?" And I'm yeah. just like, "Oh fuck!" The Chinese electric car company. So yeah. Anyway. Well, that's what he said, and I was like, "So it's so it's like Tesla." It's like it's not like Tesla. Like, it's <laughs> so different. No, it's so different. Same thing. So like, anyway, no, one's Chinese <clears throat> and one's not. <laughs> yeah. So um, but yeah, they they've their stock has been doing pretty good recently. Okay. Uh, you know anything tech related? Like, okay, here's actually a good idea. Uh, here's something whoa, whoa, I did. Whoa, 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 This is insider trading. This is not insider trading. Okay. Okay. Uh, for example, right? You. Just before the election, I knew that there were some marijuana, um, there's some marijuana propositions. On the bill. Oh, yeah, on the on In the like bill. New Jersey yeah. and a couple other states. And I, they're passed. likely to pass. I can't believe it passed in New Jersey. You knew it was coming. I know, but it, I just felt like it was ironic that New yeah. Jersey has been the garden state forever and yeah. they weren't legalizing weed. Yeah. So, but between that and then we also knew that more likely than not, Joe Biden was going to win. Oh, really? We knew that. Stop the count. Yeah, stop <laughs> the count. We knew more likely than not. Okay, the Biden administration is going to be more friendly to the weeds. The Biden crime family, yeah. The Biden crime family than than the Trumps. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, I bought yeah, a couple de- of de- weed de- stocks. Which ones? What did I buy? I think I bought Tilray and uh, what is it? Or- Organic Graham. Organic Graham. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I bought. I bought those that two. One, that is one I heard of. Yeah. Yep. I bought into those two companies. And then sold it, made a couple bucks after, like a couple days after the election. Just like a drug dealer. Hmm. Damn right. So yeah, <laughs> if things like that, or uh, just ahead of the announcement of the newest iPhone, I bought some Apple stock, which is pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. I I actually held it. Actually, I bought I bought and sold Apple stock a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Back in the summer, they had a they had a four way stock split, and I knew that what was going to happen was when once they announced the stock split, I knew that a lot of people were going to jump into Apple and the price would go up. So a stock split, the way that works is, oftentimes what happens is the the value of one share will get to be so much. Oftentimes, when a company wants more people to buy their stock or whatever, they'll divide the. They they'll split the price by four. Yeah, they'll they'll split. So let's say you have one share of your company's worth a thousand dollars. You split it two ways. Now one share is worth five hundred dollars, but you double the total number of shares you have. Gotcha. A company like Apple, you know, a lot of people are going to want to buy in. Yeah. Okay. So what you do is before the split, you buy Apple. A couple weeks before the split, you buy Apple. The price gets boosted. It splits. So now 
I think it was a four-way split with Apple. So now one of your shares is worth four. However, each of those shares goes up because more people are buying in because gotcha. of the split. Because now the the price per share is cheaper. I feel like we're doing economics. Yeah. Right now. So like, I did that at the Tesla split at the same time. So I did yeah, Apple that's, and Tesla. I, yeah, that's something I read in the in the trades. Yep. So that that happened. I also bought Apple ahead of. The new iPhone launching makes sense. Okay, I knew it was coming, so I was like, "All right." So it seems. So, I guess in layman's you, you, terms, like you look for like if it's a if it's a company that involves like electronics, like if new yeah. products are launching, buy. Like yeah, buy 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 before the product launch. Buy before the product launch. Once then, the product launches, you'll watch it go up, up in value. And then once it kind of levels off, then you so, kick it to the curb. Yeah. So. We are financial advisors. Exactly. Um, but I'm not, but I'm not. Okay, boys, it, keep in mind, I'm no expert here. This yeah, is just what I, feel I like we do. We need to put a disclaimer. Like, but also, like, like buying and selling stocks. We are not stocks, licensed, like, licensed financial advisors. Right. So. But even then, like, buying and selling stocks, like, you're going to lose money. You're going to make money. You kind of just got to ride the waves and figure out what works for you. Yeah. And also, you'll probably go through that phase where you're buying penny stocks like crazy. One day you're gonna lose way more money than you're comfortable losing on this app. You're gonna be like, "Fuck!" And then gonna you're gonna decide, out. you know what? Let me get out of the penny stocks. Let me just go to like regular shit where things aren't as That's risky. That's the thing, though, is like if I, I think if I routinely paid attention to like my 401k, like I remember at the peak of the pandemic, like mm-hmm. my 401k yeah, don't even was, look at it. was don't fucked. even look at it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, mm-hmm. "I'm never gonna don't retire." And then I looked at it now, and it's totally recovered. And I'm like. Oh, I get it. Yeah. The stock it, it, it did some weird during the lockdown, mm-hmm. like back in like March, April, the market was doing some weird shit. Especially if you're older and established. I feel like that would have been like a death sentence. Well, typically what they do, and this is for that reason, they tell you is your assets should be, your invested assets should be mostly in stocks when you're young. And then as you get older, transition between from stocks to bonds. bonds yeah yeah so as you get older you're supposed to have less stocks and more bonds because until eventually you get to the point you're ready to retire it should bond, be pretty much a, all bonds essentially bonded income is just it's kind of like it's basically like a fixed like income kind of or it's like it's no, like a fixed it's, it's just it's guaranteed guaranteed money yeah yeah so okay. with a, the way a bond works is essentially i feel like we're talking you buy, you we're buy talking a bond to for, every like yeah. 18 year old boy right now who's just okay. like, oh, I just want to know more about finance. Yeah. So let's say, so the way a bond works is okay. <laughs> I buy a bond today. It's worth $2. I spend $2 on the bond. Economics 101. When the bond matures, it's going to be worth $10. So I spend $2 now. I get the bond. Five years from now, I cash in the bond. I get $10 for it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much how, that's basically how bond works. Gotcha. Yeah. So, we are very low risk. Yeah, we're economics professors. That's good. The reward is pretty good, but it's not like it's not like catching some hot stock where you remember hearing about Kodak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly the price a few months back where suddenly the price just skyrocketed. Went up three thousand percent in yeah. one day because there was a rumor that they were gonna be manufacturing the fucking coronavirus cure yeah which was merely a rumor or whatever whatever it was or they were getting some sort of government contract to manufacture generic drugs well that didn't happen and it didn't happen it was totally speculation but eastman kodak who is a distant memory at this point in our lives yes oh my god yeah yeah or even the fuckery that was going on with hertz's stock (laughs) 
I just remember reading about this stuff, not mm-hmm. not knowing enough about it to be like, whoa, let me make an educated guess about this. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I mean, people were, oh, and that's I, the thing know, is if I you know, go on, I know, I know, also I know. a great thing to get into is like, read, uh, there are some penny stock subreddits. No, really? Yeah. And it's literally a coordinated effort to pump and dump. It's <laughs> fucking great. What are we pumping today, boys? <laughs> to the moon. Like. Pump. Pump and dump. Uh, it is. Which you know what a pump and dump scheme I, is. Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, you saw Wolf of Wall Street. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. The old pump and dump. So it's a coordinated pump and dump. I love it. There's so much. There's so much fuckery. Mm-hmm. This life is a fuck. This this life is fuckery. Mm-hmm. Listen. So yes, but Reali- boys. Reality <clears throat> is isn't real. So yes, boys. Buy a little Bitcoin just to pay attention to what it's doing. Don't bet the farm on it. It's a currency. It's not a stock. You know what we should do is we should really press people to buy the farm on it and see how many angry emails we get. We should make our own we should make our own uh currency, like our own crypto. What do we call it? Boys coin. <laughs> boys boys coin's got a nice ring to it. Boys coin. Have you bought I just bought four hundred shares of boys coin. What's boys coin? What's boys coin? It's just Yeah, I got four hundred boys coin. It's worth Point zero 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 three cents. Like just <laughs> buy buy boys coin. Point zero 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 six nine percent. Exactly. That's all you need. <laughs> Fantastic. Just, just I learned so much tonight, uh, and I will retain none of this. Okay. So thank you for your time. Yeah, no problem. And for the boys listening, we are welcoming new clients. So yeah, that's, that's good. Oh no, the boys financial. Yeah. Welcome to uh, Boys Financial, mm-hmm. Liberty Boys, uh, where we here we're, we're here to make sure that you understand. Boys Mutual, yeah, Boys Mutual, we're Mutual here- Boys. <laughs> Welcome to Mutual <laughs> Boys. We're here to make you understand the understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Cool. All right. Well, this has been fun, boys. Um, it's getting a little weird out there. COVID's trying to. Rear its ugly head again, and bitch is ugly. Bitch, bitch, funny looking. Yeah, she she got three heads. She Ooh. she got a bunch of like like spores like pouring out of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like fungus. It's yeah. Gross. You like you ever see a mushroom like in the forest and you're like you should eat that, but it's def it's definitely not gonna have hallucinogenic effects. <laughs> like don't don't eat that mushroom. Don't eat that mushroom. <laughs> Boys, there's two things we gotta figure out right now. All right, we gotta figure out how to keep grandma safe, and we gotta figure out how to keep you fed. So this is what we're gonna do. This year, Grandma's going to stay home. You're going to eat turkey. You're going to talk to Grandma on a camera. Just this year. That's it. That's it. Just keep Grandma safe. That's it. Look at her. Yep. She's still going to be there. She's just going to be in a, in a cube or she's going to be in a square of some sort. Yep. You're going to have to teach her how to turn on the camera because she's not going to know how to do it. Exactly. You know, she's 80. So yep. you just be like, Grandma, listen, you got, you got to hit the, the button in the corner. And she'll be like, I don't know what that is. Like, it's a button right in the middle. It says camera. Uh-huh. And then she'll be like, and she'll find it. But then, like, the camera will be upside down. You just got to just walk her through it. it. Just help her out. Just help her out. Like, help she, your she grandma help. out, boys. And you know what? It, it, just enjoy, enjoy what you have. Because if this shit happened 20 years ago, you wouldn't be able to talk to grandma unless you were just talking to her over, you know. Over the landline. Over but the you wouldn't see landline. her. You wouldn't see her. It's you not the know, same. You wouldn't know what's going on. Exactly. So count your lucky, count your Count your blessings. Mm-hmm. Count your lucky stars. Count your blessings, boys. Yeah. Blessings on blessings on blessings. 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 Yeah. Big Sean. 
<laughs> comedy comes back around. <laughs> yeah. Mentioned before. Okay. Um, we will uh, try to enjoy our boys' giving this year. Yep. Um, make sure you are thankful for what you have, your life, liberty, and justice. Yes, yes. Um, and soon we will uh, be... I mean, we did launch some more merch, so we got the long sleeve shirts in the store now. Yep. Uh, sweatshirt season. Um, it's going to be pretty, pretty good. So yeah, we are looking forward to um, the next year. 2020 has been interesting. And hopefully we will, uh, you know, be better prepared for 2021. I hope so. I think we will. Okay, boys. Now with all the stock knowledge, I feel like I'm. I feel like I know everything now. You don't know it all. I, honestly, there's so much more to learn. To the like, moon. I don't. I don't know it all. <laughs> to the moon. Which one we pumping <clears throat> today, boys? Pump like, yeah. it up, baby. Yeah, it's honestly like Robin Hood penny stocks on Reddit is fucking hilarious. I'll probably check it out. And you will see so many memes of like people that got stuck holding the bag on certain it. penny oh, stocks. God. Because what happens with these penny stocks is, like, they start pumping, and everybody always says, like, you know, fucking IDEX, it's going to hit $4 a share. It's going to hit $4 a share. I got in and it was at $0.20 cents a share. It's going to hit $4 a share, bro. It's going to hit. It's going to hit. And then it gets to three ninety eight, and, and a whole bunch of people panic it, sell. And because of that... The shares start falling. uh, But what happens is you always have the guys that weren't paying attention or they're like, nope, nope, don't do it. Buy the dip, buy the dip. But it never quite quite rebounds from that dip. I have this, and and maybe this is why I feel like I will have, Mm -hmm. I will find tremendous um, comfort in doing Mm -hmm. this because when I watch game shows, Mm -hmm. I get such pleasure out of somebody losing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's probably because it's just like this inner. It's not because I don't think that they deserve it, mm-hmm. or it's not. It's not that I think that they don't deserve it. It's just that, like, when somebody in particular is like not that intelligent and they win, and it's just like fuck that guy. Like he, he like, what did he do? Like he, at, like he just by chance. Guess the right number on the price is right. Mm-hmm. Like there is nothing more, there's nothing more satisfying than hearing that that losing price is right sound. Uh huh. Like bum 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 bum. Like whenever you hear that, I'm just like fuck that guy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Especially because if it's something that's like general knowledge stuff, uh-huh. and like they don't know it, you're like, oh my god. Like if I was on the show <laughs> yeah. right now. I would know the answer, and this stupid fucker doesn't know the answer to this. <laughs> like, I'd only find myself screaming at the TV when it comes to very mundane, stupid stuff like that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Prices, yeah. right? Wheel of Fortune puzzles. Holy shit. Do I get upset? Like, I am terrible at those. I can never figure them out. When I get one, and uh-huh. I, I'm like one for six on every episode... I when I get it, I'm confident, and when when the, when that person doesn't know it, I I yell at them like they're the dumbest person on uh-huh. earth. I'm just like you, stupid fuck. Like I get 13 percent of these puzzles, right? And you're no. you're dumb because you can't figure out this one. I am pretty good at Jeopardy. Rest in peace to the god Alex. Trebek. I was gonna say I I actually crushed like it was funny the other night we were because uh, he still do, he did 20 episodes before he died. Yeah. 
and I I think we're on the back half of those pre-recorded episodes. Mm-hmm. And the other night I was watching it, and I I crushed like mm-hmm. ancient mythology, and I was yeah. like, how the fuck do I know this? Yeah. Like, there was I did I took one look fo- at the brain on Brad. Yeah, I did. Hey, Br- hey, Brad, look at you. Yeah, over missed, huh? Um, I heard though that they're having Ken Jennings. I, that Come the, back ru- as a, the as rumor a is, host. I, but I, I think that is the rumors that Ken Jennings might be like the the new guy. Oh, he's gonna be the. I heard that he was gonna be like the temporary guy until they found. I feel like that would that just makes kind of it makes perfect sense. Or are you gonna what make IBM Watson the host? <laughs> it could. <laughs> like, <laughs> hello, hello. I am Watson. Here's the answer to this question. <laughs> that is the daily double. That is the daily double. See, burr, burr. Oh, that sound be, means we're out of time. Who's going to be snarky like Alex Trebek, though? Like, it's, nah. like IBM Watson can't be snarky. He'll be like, well, that was wrong. Too bad you weren't thinking about your mother. Like, <laughs> I feel like Ken has a snark to him. A little bit because he's a smart guy. Smart guys always have a little, like, idiot. Like, yeah, they got a little, 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 little sass to him. A little, little sass. sass yeah. little pep. It's just like this guy didn't know anything about fucking Louis the Thirteenth. What an asshole! Like <laughs> he thought it was the third derivative. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Pythagorean theorem. What an asshole! Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I I feel like that makes sense because he's like I mean he's the essentially the smartest man on earth based on Jeopardy standards. Well, there's that yeah. other dude who that uh, did really really well. Did he? Any beat? Oh, Ken's Jeopardy record. James. I think so, yeah. Oh, the 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 out, the Las Vegas gambler who doesn't have emotions. Yeah, that guy. Every time I watch that guy, I was like, if he's got a wife, she's not alive. Well, even then, his way was because Ken Ken won in the traditional sense, mm-hmm. the way the game is supposed to be played. Whereas the other dude basically studied the game and said, "Okay, this is how you win." Well, yeah, because he's a gambler by trade. Like, exactly. That's what he does for a living. So he didn't play just the like game. Just like true daily double. It's like you have $40,000. He's like, I got this. Yeah. Like, but he <laughs> like studied like every board over the last 30 years and figured out, okay, that's where the daily doubles are. Yeah. You know, 35% of the time. Yeah. yeah. Like he, yeah. and the, you know. based on the way he talked, he was a little Asperger-y. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there was something going on there. Yeah. <laughs> they usually prefer it if you go for, what is it? Je- Jeopardy etiquette. They prefer it if you go from the top of the board and so, go down. And he would, well, But yeah. he would start at the bottom and go up or whatever. The smart, it seems like the smart uh, contestants would always start at like 800. Mm-hmm. So they go from like the bottom third. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's probably a algorithm thing like that's probably what they're thinking like most of the daily doubles fall in the 800 so they go yeah. so they go bottom third work their way up and then finish at a thousand mm-hmm. and then obviously the uh double jeopardy round you just switch your yeah. your stance yeah uh, but this guy in particular figured out figured the out best the game. way to play the board to win which is pretty much the point of the game yeah it was that and then there was also a certain way he would hold the clicker that made him able to click it like faster than everybody else. Yeah. Just enough to get that edge. Such a gambler. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, you just got to throw up shots, bro. Eventually you hit a rhythm. Listen, it took me a while to learn how to count cards, but once I got the hang of it, I was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Um, all right, boys, be safe. This boy's giving, make sure you, um, wear a condom. Wear a con- You know what? 
I, don't. You know, it's don't. 2020, man. Let's take chances. Yeah. That's the one chance you take. <clears throat> yes. And if you, if you shoot her club up once, mm-hmm. I mean, just take care of the kid, man. I mean, it's just, it's on you at that point. I mean, you knew what you were going to do. Yep. So, and then teach grandma how to use Zoom. I mean, it's it, 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 we're so late in the year now. She doesn't understand it. But she might just be a lost cause. But yeah, you know, make sure she make sure you get the landline number. Of course. So, we'll talk to you next week. We love you. Bye. I love you. Please call me back. <laughs>